Well, hello there. This week it is me, myself, and I, and I'm here to talk about, oh gosh, some crazy stuff. So something that I love to do every year, and this year, you guys, it spun me around upside down on my head, and um, I'm here to say that I survived, had a great time, but there are some repercussions to things we do. And this is all correlating to the hardships that we go through on our health journey. So I'm specifically thinking today that when we are looking at going through a fat loss journey, it can feel a lot like the hell I just went through this weekend. So hang on, let's get to what in the heck did Heather do? Welcome to the Badass Reset Club, a special place where if you've lost your way, girl, we're here to help guide you back. Those club doors are opened up wide so we can discuss all things, fitness, nutrition, body composition, hormones, menopause, beauty, headspace, and more. Hey there, my name's Heather. I'm a fitness expert, nutrition coach, autoimmune athlete, mom of three pretty cool kids, and married to one handsome firefighter. I started this club because after years of over-exercising, under-fueling, gaining weight, dealing with Hashimoto's disease, and experiencing hormones gone crazy, I knew there had to be a better way. So come on in, badass. Let's hit that reset together. We are here this week to talk about long, hard stuff. And that, you guys, is for me, it's something I love to do every summer. It's called the Ragnar Relay. So, if you aren't familiar with the Ragnar Relay, it's a running relay. They have them on road, they have them on trails. And if you're like, I'm not a runner, Heather, don't tune out just yet. You're going to want to listen to this because there are so many parallels with the journey that we go through, our health journey that we go through, whether it's fat loss, whether it's gaining muscle, whatever you're in it for can be broken down into certain things. And that's what we're here to discuss today. Let me give you a little more background. I've been doing the Ragnar Relays for the past 14 years, minus one year in COVID. And it is a 200 mile relay. And this is something that your team runs together. So there's 12 people on a team. You've got two vans with six people in each van. And everybody takes turns running and you take three turns running. You run typically in the morning in the late afternoon or night, and then in the wee hours of the morning or the next morning. And it really all depends on when your team starts. But it's a lot of work. And if we just think about like conquering up 200 miles, it's a hell of a long time. Initially, the race is is, um, sold as a 24-hour race, but nobody does it in 24 hours. It's more like 30 hours, maybe 31 hours in total that you're sitting in a car, getting out and running, supporting your other runners, giving them their food and drink and band-aids and encouragement and all the things that they need. But it's a long haul endurance event. Leading up to this, I have to let you know that if you're not familiar with my journey, I have an autoimmune disease. I have Hashimoto's with hypothyroidism. 
And those two tend to go together often. The statistics are in the 90s, 90 something percent of women who have hypothyroidism will have Hashimoto's, whether it's diagnosed now, it, it might be undiagnosed. And really that just comes down to the antibodies and, and some testing to know. That is not what I'm here to talk about today. I'm here to talk about having something that prevents you from having full energy or prevents you from feeling your best is tough. And that can go for almost every single one of us. We all have something that keeps us down or maybe hinders us for going for something. So leading up to this week, I felt exhausted and that was stress kicking in. I felt like I had a sore throat coming on. I felt like all the sleep that I was getting wasn't quite enough. And I was worried. I was stressed. And I even talked to my coach about it and about how I was coming in. And what we decided to do was take some things off my plate work-wise. So we decided to not work as many hours as I normally do and to cut something off of the plate. Here are the other things that I did the week prior to leaving for the Ragnar Relay. I made sure that I upped my sleep. So because I know that I wake up at a certain time every day, and usually that is in between 5 and 5.30 a.m., I don't use an alarm clock. I just wake up. Because I know that I'm going to wake up that early, I got my butt to bed earlier. So normally I like to be in bed by 9-ish, 9.30 tops. And that is for me to read a book and do all the things to decompress so that I can be sleeping by 10 this week, I bumped it up by like 15 minutes. So I got my butt to bed earlier so that I knew that I was accruing a little more sleep and I track my sleep. So I looked at my sleep and I was getting somewhere between seven and a half to eight and a half hours the nights leading up to it. So for three nights leading up to it, I had really good sleep. I mean, I was getting good and excellent ratings on my tracker And that made me feel a little bit better about what I was coming into. I also went and had three sessions of cryotherapy, three sessions of red light therapy, and I got a B12 injection the day before I left. These are things that I do when I'm feeling a little low, when I need an extra little pick me up. And they're all, you know, um, they're easy for me to do because I, I have a membership where I can go and use those Um, cryotherapy and red light, and then I have access to getting the injections. If that is not something that you have, don't worry, you're not like (laughs) missing out. But when we look at how can we support the body, how can we support the immune system, your energy systems, which are so precious, these are really crucial things that we should keep in mind of what is my list? What's my toolbox of what I can go to, to help ensure that I'm going to have, you know, optimal functions. Another thing that I did was up my vitamin C intake, my zinc, and I also used colloidal silver spray. So I have an amazing client who makes it, she makes her own spray. And I noticed that two days prior to leaving, I was starting to get an outbreak of perioral dermatitis. And if you're familiar with this, you know, it sucks. It, um, it reared its ugly head years ago in pregnancy for me. 
and it looks like acne all around the mouth. That's why it's called perioral. It's around your mouth. And it is not so much an acne, it's a dermatological issue. So for me, they feel extremely painful. They are not like acne zits that you want to touch or want to mess with. But it's a deep, terrible feeling like a volcano ready to go. And your whole mouth area hurts. It's just, it's bizarre. So it comes when I'm stressed, when I'm anxious. And, um, you know, lucky for me, I look like I'm a teenager again. So it's awesome to be in menopause and have acne, right? And so my client let me use some colloidal silver. She put a little bottle together for me. I sprayed it on my face. You can also ingest it. Um, I just used it topically, sprayed it on my face. And within two days, my mouth cleared up. So that was a beautiful blessing too. Those were the things that I watched. I I really made sure that I was eating nutrient dense, that I was eliminating extra sugars as much as possible. I was really trying to keep my blood sugar stable because I know that with an autoimmune issue, when you get tired, when you get stressed, then other functions start to go um, to hell in a handbasket really fast. So for me, this is what I did and it worked. It worked really well. There's other pieces of this, and it's all part of the badass reset method, like how you build up your toolbox so that you have success in whatever it is you're doing. Now, you may not be running a 200-mile relay with your team. You may be um, watching kids. You might be watching your grandchildren for a weekend. Like All of these little extra things that we put on ourselves can make life a little bit more stressful. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean it's bad stress. It's just that when your body's ready to take on stress in a built up way where you've got like all these systems in place, you tend to like come out a little more unscathed. So that was what I did leading up to it. Let's talk about some of the uh, bumps along the way because, oh my gosh, first of all, I love doing this. It's not like I'm a glutton for punishment. I am with amazing people who make me laugh. They make me cry. They like, you know, it's kind of like the slumber parties from when you were younger where you just stay up all night and just laugh your heads off and things got funnier as the (laughs) sleep got less. It's like that. Just throw in some running. So we got to uh, where we were going to start running the night before because we had a really early check-in time. And we started running. I started running. I was number one out of the 12 at 6.45 a.m. So it was um, a couple hour drive for us. We stayed in a cute little place the night before to get some sleep. And like I should say that with air quotes because for me and for many people, when you go to a new bed (laughs) in a new place, you don't always sleep really well. You're like out of your comfort zone. And having the anxiety of knowing I'm runner one, I got to be up and ready to go. Um, Yeah. Not a lot of sleep. Plus, I was sharing a pullout bed with a friend <laughs> on the couch. And let's just say that doesn't uh, doesn't bring in like the best sleep either. So chalk it up to night number one, not great sleep. And here's something that I did. I'm going to share with you um, my big mishap. And I know I'm not alone in this. I know that other people do dumb things, not meaning to. But this is what I did. Because of my autoimmune condition, I take thyroid meds. And I usually will take them um, in the wee hours of the morning. So if I wake up like at 4 a.m., 
I will take them. I'll have them next to my bed because I'll take them. I have to wait an hour for coffee. So knowing that I needed to be up, have coffee, be ready to run, (laughs) I wanted to have those meds nearby me. When I reached over in the middle of the night to take my meds, they weren't there. I didn't put them next to me like I usually do. And so I got up with my phone flashlight and I'm rummaging through my bag and I'm trying not to wake up the other five people who are sleeping in this little place um, and get my pills out. And what happened was I also take a blood pressure medicine. I have a family history of high blood pressure and I can tend to be borderline. So I take a blood pressure med and albeit it's not a lot, I still take one every morning. So I took my thyroid pills and you might already see where I'm going with this one. When I got up in the morning to take my blood pressure pill, it was gone and so was the next days. So I had mistakenly taken two blood pressure pills instead of my thyroid. So let's just see this through. I'm gonna be up for the next 24 hours. I'm gonna be running almost 20 miles and I did not take my thyroid meds, and I double took my blood pressure meds. (laughs) That was cause for concern right there. There was a slight panic. There was a slight like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do about this? And what could I do? I mean, I let my teammates know what a, you know, ding dong I was, mistook my pills, and um, let's see what happens. When they are, (laughs) they started to say things like, um, oh no, what's going to happen? And I was like, no, 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 that's not the right thing to say. You need to say, Heather, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> like my husband would say, everything's going to be fine. Or my mom, like that's what you want to hear, right? So we go to the beginning of the race and um, I'm runner number one. We get our pictures, we get into line. The countdown goes, I'm so nervous. I've got uh, 6.4 miles to start. It's a beautiful morning. We're on the border of Canada and the U.S. We're right along the water. Birds are chirping. It's glorious. And off we go. I have um, a very competitive nature where if there's people to pass, I'm going to try to pass them. If there's people behind me, I'm going to try to not let them pass me. It's just the way I'm built. It's just the way I am. You know, can't do anything about it. So I ran as hard as I could. And when I got to the exchange point, I took it to the knees and really had to take a moment before I um, felt potentially sick to my stomach. I just pushed a little too hard, which you don't want to do when you still have to run two more times. But we finished that first leg and then you go do what you need to do. You refuel. So get in the protein, get in the carbs, you know, take care of your muscles, get the Theragun going on your legs because you got to stay pliable knowing you're going to be back into the van back sitting. So you got to be ready to go. And we had a great rest of the first legs. We got to take a little break, stretch out our legs on a sleeping bag in the grass and get some food. And then, um, my second leg was at the hottest point of the day. It was 5 PM. It was 87 degrees and I had 9.6 miles to run. I was running a double. I was doing two legs back to back because one of our runners couldn't run his legs. He's injured. And so we did, um, our captain did some really fancy footwork to put those legs together. And I 
I got to take that on. I want to tell you this is where shit hit the fan for me. All right, let's take a quick little pause from this crazy experience of mine. I want to let you know that in just a few months, we are opening up the doors for the Badass Reset Method. This is all of your transformational fitness, your nutrition, all of the mindset that goes into it and one-on-one coaching with me, plus a group of amazing women. This is something that I have never done before. It is the missing pieces to the puzzle of all the years of my coaching, and I cannot wait to get going with this. I'm opening up 10 spots that will start in September, and if you would like to get a jump start, you can head on over to heatheryanceyfitness.com, grab the VIP on the Badass Reset Method, and you can get to work as early as the beginning of August. It's a little extra bonus so that you are ready and fired up for September. Can't wait to see you all in the fall. Okay, back to the madness. This is very much like the journey that you go through when you're in a fat loss mode, when you are working so hard to make changes, shit is going to hit the fan. It's just the way life is. Things will always get harder before they get better. It will always get harder before you see change. So for me, where shit hit the fan was immediately, immediately, I felt that heat. I felt that oppressive, um, heavy feeling of being absolutely fatigued from not sleeping the night before, from already running this morning. And having a lot of hills. And usually when you see your teammates along the road, it gives you energy, it gives you life, they're cheering for you, they've got the cowbell, they're taking your picture, they're, you know, asking if you need water, anything like that. I didn't want to see anybody. I wanted to crawl in a hole and die a very quick death. That's how I felt. And I will tell you too that halfway through, I had to start walking because I looked down at my heart rate and my heart rate was over 180 and it also said no zone. So usually you're like in a zone three or a zone four, sometimes a zone five when you're running hard. I had no zone and that scared the crap out of me. So I started walking more and while I was walking, even the walking got hard, the walking got laborious and it felt awful there was a whole combination of things going. And so what happens when you physically feel that your mindset completely changes. And so my mindset went to, oh my gosh, I'm out here. I'm, I'm, something's going to happen. Like it, maybe it was the two pills I took last night. (laughs) All these things go through your mind and you start to panic a little bit. And when you panic, you start to have more physical reactions and it's a terrible chain. Now, I'm not saying that in conjunction with going through fat loss, it is that traumatic, but it absolutely can mess with you when your mindset starts to wander, starts to sway, starts to doubt you really will physically react to that. So in a fat loss, what I see happen when people start to doubt and they think, oh no, I need to go back to what works, which is eating less and moving more, which is complete BS, ladies, we know this. We've got to get ourselves out of that speak. We've got to get ourselves out of that rut. So reshifting, rewiring, this is what I did. As I was walking and I was feeling absolutely 
awful. I just kept telling myself, you are doing this because you can. You are doing this so that when you finish, you will have that, um, you know, cheering a beer with your teammates, having that fun, having that laughter, having these memories, having this beautiful day not go wasted. It was a game changer for me. And when we shift that thought process to making the process the beautiful journey, not the outcome, when you can slow down and look around you and take that in and enjoy, things change. Things physically change. You can start to let go of things. And when we let go and we let our guard down and that stress down, bodies start to change. It's a beautiful thing. So let's go back to Ragnar. Let's go back to Heather dying on a hill. <laughs> what I started to do was really appreciate as, as things hit that peak for me. And I remember exactly where I was on that hill when I was just wanting that cave, that shift for me, that change in mind, that complete mindset swap was look at these people who are out here with you. What's their journey like? What's their story? Where are they coming from? Smile at them. High five them. Give them praise. And it comes back to you. And I also started to take in little kids that were on the sides of the road with squirt guns and hoses saying, would you like to be sprayed? Like all of that cute little stuff. Those are the little things on the journey that we would miss if we really put blinders on and just like kept focus on your on the race, on the race and getting to that finish line. Yes, the finish line is great. And that did help me get there. We should always have our eye on the end prize, but you've got to remember to stop and take in those moments. So once that pivotal part happened for me on that second leg, the rest of my time that weekend was completely different. I did finish my leg. I did finally get my heart rate to calm down. I did replenish my body and give myself some electrolytes, some water, some more protein, some carbohydrates. And then I tried to get rest. And let me tell you, there are some people who can sleep at Ragnar and there are some people who cannot. I maybe fell asleep for 15, 20 minutes. Um, one of my teammates says that um, I was snoring. I don't snore. How could that be? I don't know. Who knows? I looked at my watch. My watch said that I didn't have sleep. So <laughs> who really knows? Getting up that third time to run when our van two came in, we were notified that we had about 45 minutes until they were going to be at the exchange point. The sun wasn't up. It was still dark. It was about 4 a.m. And we were getting up, brushing our teeth in the parking lot, getting ready to run again, me, runner number one, getting the exchange from my good friend, Betsy. She was coming in. She was going to give me that bracelet and hopefully get some rest because she had a real hard leg too. I felt so much more at peace, so much more comfortable just knowing, okay, you can handle this because you can handle hard things. And I had like all of the little things around me that just became so much more significant. I was enjoying the journey a little bit more. And I went out for my run and and I, I had a great time. I watched the sun start to get light in the sky at about 4.45 a.m., got some videotape of water and sunshine on it. And 
I ran without headphones. I ran just with my thoughts. I ran just with the birds chirping. And I just was so thankful for that run. And I kept saying, thank you for this day, this beautiful day. And it felt physically hard. You guys, it wasn't easy, but it felt like such a transformation. And that is what your mindset does. When you've got your toolbox, when you've got everything, you know, stacked up to help you on your journey, you just shift that mindset. It's pretty badass. You shift it and you enjoy. It can still suck, but you enjoy. (laughs) After the race, when we were all done and we celebrated, we had a great time, but the days following were really important to get extra hydration, to get extra electrolytes, to make sure that I was eating nutrient-dense, nourishing foods. Every time I looked at something, I asked, is that going to nourish my body? Is that going to help me to come back? Because you know, in your 50s, you don't bounce back quite as fast as I did 14 years ago. Um, I'm still exercising. I'm still able to do my workouts, but I'm feeling really tired. So I'm going right back to those disciplines of getting my bed, uh, butt to bed earlier making sure that I am fueling my body with the appropriate nutrition at the appropriate times. The movement that I've been doing, I have gone for one shakeout run. It felt pretty good except for a toenail that's about to bite it. Um, (laughs) And lifting my weights and doing yoga. And those are the things that really have helped this week. Feeling tired for sure. That's to be expected. Also going to go get some more B12 injections today, um, injection and do another round of cryotherapy and red light. And I would expect by tomorrow, which would be five days out post-race that I'll be feeling back to normal. These are all things that affect us differently too. So when you have some big life stress event, whether you have an autoimmune condition, whether you are going through perimenopause or menopause and things feel not quite the same and they feel a little hard, whatever your story is, and you guys, we all have beautiful, unique stories, whatever your story is, you got to make sure that you've got your toolbox full. You got to make sure that you know all the things that help you. And when you're not so sure, reach out and get some support on it. That is what community is for. That is, you know, like, gosh, I am so thankful for my community. I'm so thankful for um, advice and all the good stuff that I have now that I've built up over the years. And this is all part of the journey towards better health. So better health, not just speaking about fat loss. I mean, we're talking about better health. We're talking about longevity. How can we continue to do this stuff for as long as possible? How can we continue to get out there and enjoy life and also make impact? Like you want to be at your most optimal health. And that is going to look different for everybody. Whether it is a fat loss journey, whether it is about building hopefully building muscle mass, at least maintaining it, right? Like enjoy the journey, enjoy the process, have everything stacked up in your favor and you're going to come out okay. And hopefully you're going to come out with some beautiful memories. 
Um, and that is what I wanted to share with you this week. So no matter what your adventure is coming up, what your journey is, there are going to be stressors in life, even if it's something fun, even if you're getting ready to go on vacation and you're feeling a little anxious about all the things you need to take care of before you go on vacation, we still need to make sure that we've got all those things in place. And part of that with the badass reset method, like gosh, it makes things much easier. It makes the way that you look at life, the way that you think about how you're going to execute things, the way that you actually do execute them, the way you stay on your nutrition, the way you stay in your fitness, the way that you think matters. So hopefully that was something that you took to heart, something that makes a difference in the way that you think about things, whatever is coming up in the rest of this summer for you. I really hope that you are enjoying it, that you are managing your stress and that you are loving it and feeling good. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on the Badass Reset Club. Well, there you have it. One step closer to feeling strong, confident, and inspired to take care of you again. And you know what's even more badass? Sharing this with a gal pal that might need a little fist pump in her life. If you got some inspo from this episode, I'd be honored if you took a screenshot for your social and tagged me at Coach Heather Yancey so I can send you a personal thank you. And please know that if you could take a minute to rate and review the show, it helps get this podcast to more people. And that's super badass. And finally, if you haven't joined the Badass Reset Club on Facebook, what are you waiting for? I'll see you over there and go get them.